He drinks coffee in the morning. He folds his laundry and puts it away. His parents are still together. They love and support him. No one at work is quite sure what his name is because no one is interested enough to ask him. He is nice. He has never taken a risk in his life. He is the least interesting man in the world. I don't ever drink beer. Mike and the Ranger. Stay interesting, my friend. Twisted laurel hills Not a body or soul for guilt The green, green grass And the fertile fields A deer and rabbit fight Always heaven and its mane When a maiden of the mist She took my hand and led me to the golden lane Pulled a plow straight in a lane And the mist don't leave till noon In the hills of Swannoel Just a sprite of the woods Just a spirit of the river running by Oh, a nymph playing under the trestle Bank, where the sweet springs flowing in, in the hills of Swan Lord. 
walk me down, down to the valley below Where the snow still falls in April And the mist don't leave till noon In the hills of Swan a new single out by Anya Hinkle and Hills of Swannanoa. Appreciate you tuning in again this week. We've got some more bluegrass this hour. We're going to get to it right now. I'm Mike. He's the Ranger, and this is Bluegrass and More.
Lawson and Quicksilver, Gone at Last. My wife taught our oldest son, when he needed to go to the bathroom, that he should say he needed to whisper. Well, that went okay until one day in church he told Grandpa he needed to whisper. Grandpa said, well, then just whisper in my ear.
storytelling time on Mike and the Ranger. The Independent Oil Association of America had their meeting at a big hotel down at Houston, Texas. And they got this PhD fella from way up in the Midwest to come and make a speech. Now folks, he forevermore made a speech. It so inflamed and enthused all of those oil folks that they called the executive committee together and they said, listen, let's hire that fella. And let's put him out on the road making this same speech just to wherever he can gather up a crowd, let him talk to him. And he did. Bought him a big car and got him a chauffeur with a blue serge suit. And this man just started traveling all over the country making this speech. Well, after they had been doing this for about eight months, going down the four-lane highway, that chauffeur looked in the rearview mirror and he said, Professor, what? He said, there ain't no fairness in this country. My good man, why would you make a statement like that? He said, I can make that cotton-picking speech as good as you can. And I'm barely making a living on what y'all paying me and you getting rich. He said, sir, I want you to know that I got my BS degree. He said, don't start all wherever you got all them things. I ain't interested in them. I done heard you make that speech once a day for eight months. I done memorized it. I'm a better speech maker than you are. And I can make the cotton picking speech better than you can. It's just that simple. He said, I'm fixing to go to a major university and they ain't never seen me. They don't even know what I look like. You pull over to the roadside park up here, we are about the same size. And we'll trade clothes and I'll break you from sucking eggs. We'll put you up there on the stage and let you make the speech and I'll be the chauffeur and sit out in the congregation and I'll watch you make a fool out of yourself. That suits me fine. Let's change clothes. Now y'all get this picture. They drive up to the big major university. The real professor with the blue serge suit on driving the big car. The chauffeur sitting on the back seat with a little briefcase in his lap. 22,000 people in the field house. Standing room only. The great PhD, what graduated from the great school of mines, was coming to speak. And they introduced him. And just as he got up to speak, there was the real professor sitting on the back row with the hard-bill chauffeur's cap in his lap, peeping at him. Now, y'all talking about making a speech. Whoo, he forevermore shelled down the corn. He shucked it right on down to the car. They throwed their books in the air, wallered on the floor, hollered, give him a standing ovation, screamed, and they finally got order restored. And the president of the school got up and said, well, we have about 10 minutes before the bell rings, I wonder if y'all would like to ask this gentleman any questions. <laughs> yes, would you like to ask him any questions? Well, y'all have seen the type. A fella got up in the, about halfway back with big horn rim glasses on, a real egghead, had books under each arm. He said, Professor, if one of those dinosaurs died, what roamed the earth two billion years ago, and his carcass rotted, and the earth's atmosphere built up layer after layer after layer, to 5,986 feet, 
And two billion years later, a drill bit drilling a well on a wildcat venture bores through this decayed carcass. What will the pH of the soil be that's contained in the core of the drill bit? And what will be the name of the stratosphere? This fellow just stood there and looked at it. You could have heard a pin drop. And this fellow said, Mr. Student, as long as I've been in this business, that's about the most simplest question I've ever been asked since I've been speaking. I'm surprised Dad let a man that don't know no more than you know get in this university. And just to show you how simple the question is, my chauffeur's in the back of the room. I'll ask him to stand up and answer. <laughs>